Hey, what's going on? It's Manny Garavito. It's time for another episode of the Miami Comedy Podcast, where we go live and talk about the random things happening in our city. And in this particular case, we are asking you, what are some of the differences you are seeing in Miami so far? I'll share some of the things I've been seeing. Construction workers are doubling down. I was mentioning online about a week ago that in just 24 hours, the expressways have been opening up brand new lanes. Now, you know, remind me if I'm wrong here, but doesn't it take 20 years to add one extra lane? I mean, since I've been lit, since I was born, well, I wasn't born in Miami, but since I was brought here at the age of five, <laughs> the, I can always recall that there was some sort of an of a construction happening either on the Palmetto or on the Turnpike or on the I-95, and then all of a sudden, all of a sudden, these construction workers are finalizing big constructions such as lanes, and not just any lanes. I'm talking about the ones that go over expressways. We now have bridges going over the expressway. We now have things like parks underneath the uh, brickle trains, the metro rail. We have high rises being built that what I don't even sometimes I drive to Brickle to go do a comedy show and I notice a building that I've never noticed before. So I don't know what's going on. My theory is I've noticed these things happening as soon as Miami coin disappeared. Now, am I a conspiracy theorist? Maybe. But come on. Everybody during the crypto boom in Miami, we were the Bitcoin capital of the world. Right, we started Miami Coin, and then it went bust. Then all of a sudden, these things are being built. Hey, at least whatever corruption or scam that was happening with Miami Coin was put to good use. Didn't I not call it? Didn't I not call it that we should all invest in Miami Coin? And even if we get our money robbed, it would only make our city look good. It was an investment, but Miami style. <laughs> That's all Miami Coin was. It was a scam slash investment, Miami style. Everybody put in a bunch of money thinking it was going to make them rich, and it kind of did in a way, but rich in different ways. Not rich, you know, money in your pocket, but rich that you now have a little more uh, a space. You, you now got another hotel to choose from. You want to bang somebody on a balcony, there's a brand new hotel. You can do that in, right? Five-star, baby. Sugar daddies are now, you know, embracing the fact that they lost all that crypto. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's just it's just my opinion to think that Miami Coin has contributed to this great city. Okay? Who was the one that started? Who was the one that was implementing the Miami Coin and saying all that good stuff? It was um was it Suarez? Yeah, it was Mayor Suarez. He was telling everybody, "Hey man, get into crypto, get into Miami Coin." And then just like that, bam, it's gone. Now, of course, he didn't go down hard like Sam Bankman-Fried. Right? He did the right thing. Whatever stunt he pulled, it worked. Okay? He pulled the rug under everybody in Miami. Did they bring him down? No. No. Because that money went to put, that money was put to good use. So, congratulations, anyone that invested in Miami Coin. You are now a part of the future in Miami. I appreciate the investment you made. Now, all right. Another thing I've been seeing that's happening in Miami, some of the changes that are happening. Now, this is from one artist perspective to the city of Miami, I can tell you right now that music venues have been opening up left and right. And ever since that prank that happened where Churchill's 
was supposedly going to be replaced with the Chili's. And then everybody all of a sudden went up in an uproar talking about, oh, I remember when I used to go to Churchill's and punk bands used to play and we would watch these bands playing at 3 a.m. while I'm doing heroin in the toilet or whatever stories people want to start talking about. Now all of a sudden Miami's talking about where's all the music? How come we don't have any venues to listen to music? Miami, all of a sudden, whoever the entrepreneurs are, it's, all, it's like they all got the same idea at the same time. I saw a couple of venues starting to open up, and they're now playing music. Hell, there's even music bars happening in our city. Music bars. Now, get this. I'm a big fan of worldwide music. Whenever I turn on, I got SiriusXM. I listen to the BBC. I switch it up on music. Not to brag. I'm just saying. I'm part of that culture. I love listening to music from all over the world. But there's a thing in, in Tokyo. It started in Tokyo, I believe, where listening bars became very popular. And there's vinyls everywhere. And some random DJ would come in, play some music while you're in the corner getting drunk. It's, called, it's almost like a place where introverted people aren't so creepy. You know what I'm saying? At a bookstore, if somebody goes there and reads a book on a, on a Sunday afternoon at 3 o'clock, you know, is this guy a school shooter? Is this guy sending dick pics to somebody at night, right? When you go to a music bar, it's more lenient. Oh, this guy's hip. This guy listens to Marvin Gaye. He's probably not that weird. <laughs> so now music bars are popping up. All There's two of them now. There's Dante's Hi-Fi, and there's another one in downtown. I was like, oh, wow. Look at Miami. Look at Miami getting cultural. Since when? I called it. And I always knew this day would come where Miami realizes that the options it has for entertainment and arts is extremely limited. Here, I got another one for you, Miami. Why do we only have one art museum? Hmm? Why do we have only one real established art museum? And it's the same thing. Because I went into the PAM, and, and shout out to PAM. I'm not dissing you, PAM. All right? I'm glad you're established. But I go into Pam in March, look at the exhibits, love what I saw, and then I go back in September, the same exhibits. Eh, maybe they changed the corner or something. That's about it. And then lo and behold, what happens when you go outside and exit through the gift shop? Oh, look, a full bar. <laughs> Wait a second, Pam. Are, are we looking at art or are we getting drunk? Oh, both. That's very Miami. <laughs> All right, so that's the next thing that should change uh, when it comes to the art in Miami. More museums. Switch it up. We've already seen enough Wynwood. All right, I don't need to see a baby slash Hulk on the wall or like Richie Rich wrestling with Donald Trump or whatever Wynwood's drawing up on the walls these days. Bring something a little different, okay? So that's one thing I want to see different uh, coming to Miami. So far, the music's happening. Um, Mar we got it. Okay, let's see. Marcella says it's got a blue check mark, so that means it's legit. Hey, I sent you a DM on your personal IG about my podcast. Okay, great. Well, I'm doing a podcast right now. <laughs> uh, all right, Marcella, are you in Miami? Contribute to my podcast, and then I'll contribute to yours. All right, the balance. It's all about the balance. Um, one thing I've noticed also that's uh, changing in Miami: uh, the cold front. How are we getting so? I've never seen so many back-to-back -back cold fronts. I mean, if you think Miami weather was bipolar enough, imagine now you got uh, humid, you got regular heat, 
you've got rainy days, you got cloudy days, and now all of a sudden cold fronts are now getting into the mix. So as an example, yesterday Miami had a hot and cold day for the very first time. I've never experienced that in my life in Miami. You wake up in the morning, oh man, it's hot, and then you go out at night and it's chilly? That's never happened in Miami, at least not that I recall. You go outside, it's 89 degrees, and all of a sudden it's 56 when you're outside at night? So now Miami is adding more uh, random bipolar behaviors in its, uh, in its uh, weather, okay, which is not a bad thing. But now, do I got to start buying sweaters, or, or is it pulling a fast one? Is Miami saying, hey, you, hey, guess what? It's now cold in our city. And then you go out, you buy a bunch of flashy sweaters, right, because a hoodie ain't enough. You got to get, you know, like a green fur coat. You got to get some nice boots, and you got to look good in Miami because Miami is not going to wear what New York or Denver wears when it's cold. All right. We have our own style. And God forbid we ever go out looking like some other city. That's that is not happening. All right. So what <laughs> I let me let me pose this question to you, Miami. If 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 we now start having cold winters in our city where it hits 50 and below, yeah, let's say 60 and below. Right, because 60 is cold for us. <laughs> it's summertime in New York when it hits 60, but for us, it's freezing. Oh, my God, it's going to hail. Hey, did I see snow? <laughs> we over-exaggerate whenever it gets uh, <laughs> in the 60s. Oh, did you hear? Oh, yeah, ice started falling from the sky. We don't even call it snow. We call it ice from the sky. Ice started falling from the sky in Kendall. Yeah, that's in my car. And that's our, that's our way of pulling an insurance fraud. Oh, yeah, the hail in Kendall dented my car. I need reimbursement. <laughs> so now it's all not only medical fraud, now it's going to be uh, car insurance fraud once this ice from the sky starts falling down. All right, so uh, keep an eye out for some really good Miami fashion. All right, that's the question I want to pose for you, Miami. If we do get back-to-back -back winter, cold winters, what would be the warm weather fashion for the city of Miami? Send me an email, put it on Twitter, put it on the comments. I'd love to hear it. I'd love to look up some, uh, some articles of clothing on what would be deemed as Miami fashion to dress warm for a cold winter. All right? The next thing that I've been seeing that's different in the city of Miami this year is the fact that uh, a lot of restaurants are opening up. Very expensive restaurants. I, I think Miami is even doubling down on its prices when it comes to restaurants. Um, I've recently realized that I'm not getting into cooking as much. I've been eating out more. And I think a really cool business model for Miami when it comes to grocery stores is like, why doesn't Miami start implementing some sort of, uh, instead of a grocery store, it's a restaurant slash grocery store. So you go, let me give you an example. You go into a Navarro and you start pick and choosing certain ingredients. Okay. But then what you do is you take those ingredients to somebody at the grocery store, and then they cook it for you. Now, hear me out. This is actually a really cool idea, okay? Because if the grocery, no one wants to cook. 